So here's the big question. How do mortgage brokers like us, who are in the trenches every single day, how do we consistently grow our business every year without working 60 hours a week? How do we get our skills and expertise out to the world and still have a life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I am Ryan Wiley, and welcome to the 12-Hour Broker Podcast. Good morning. Welcome to 12-Hour Broker Podcast. West Coast Wiley here in the house. Maisie here too. She's lying down. It's raining today, so change of plan. She's going to the farm. Um, News alert. Maisie has a little brother coming. So Maisie's almost two. She has a little brother, a golden retriever puppy named Mac. Picking him up in one month. We're flying out to Powell River in BC. Taking a couple flights to get there. Bringing the guy home same day. Um, So that's pretty exciting for the family. The deal was if we move out to Kelowna, my wife can get two dogs. She's a big dog person. She likes dogs more than people. And I can understand why sometimes. Uh, So she's cashing in early. (laughs) It's always part of the plan, but she's cashing in. So our family will have the two kids, two dogs, and hopefully that's it. Um, And then we carry on. So, okay. What do I want to chat about today? So I've been doing a lot of coaching recently. I've been doing a lot of one-on-one coaching as well. And which I really love. I do the cohort training where it's, you know, five, six in a group. And the one-on-one, you can go a lot deeper with the one-on-one. I prefer the one-on-one, but you get massive improvements in your business in both. Um, It doesn't matter. And so this is something I do, one-on-one coaching. If you're interested, it's not a plug, but if you're interested, just reach out to Scott and his team at 10 loans a month. Um, and they'll let fill you in on how that works. To be honest, I'm not sure. Uh, so, but in doing this coaching, I've realized a lot of things and there's, I'm going to give you a big, big takeaway here. And this is something that it's a mindset thing. And just one little shift of your mindset could hopefully change your business. Okay. And so a lot of it is, you know, the, the goal here, the dream is for everyone to have support, back them up. Right, So you have your, you're the one man, one woman band, and then you finally realize, well, shit, that doesn't make sense. Doing all this other stuff is way below my pay grade, even though I'm good at it and I do it quick. It, it is a waste of your time. You need to get someone else in there. But when you get someone in, there's a learning curve. Okay, Or if you want to take on another agent, you take on an agent because it always sounds great. Hey, I'll have some, some, another income stream coming in. I'll teach them what I know. And when in all reality, your best use of time is just focus on your own business for many other reasons, and I cover that in a different podcast, but let's just assume you're bringing on an agent or two, and let's just assume you have someone already in your team, or you're bringing on someone new. There's always times where they're coming to you. You're at the head. You're the CEO. They're coming to you for everything, okay? And so this is something I recognize quite a bit when I'm going through the coaching. Sorry, this podcast is brought to you by Americano. They're a great sponsor. I'm still waiting on that check though, but they said it's coming. So, so there, you've got people that you're always giving answers to every day, every hour, a couple times a week, whatever it is. And there's missed opportunities here. And, and so I'm going to get into it here. If you could make a small little mindset change where typically what happens is a deal comes in, someone has questions, Hey, this on the T1, how do I read this? Or, hey, this deal should go here. Or, hey, 
how do I label this, um, these income documents? And hey, how do I use this software? And you're just getting pummeled death by a thousand paper cuts from every angle. And you never feel like you're ahead. And regardless, when you bring someone new on, you are taking one step back to take 10 forward. But for a lot of people, that never happens. The 10 forward never happened. Maybe they take three steps back to take three or four forward. They net out the same, but they're getting frustrated. Their time, they just feel like they're always coming out with the answer. And then inevitably what happens is you have the answer at the tip of your tongue and you just spit it out. You go, boom, here you go. Do this, do this, do this, do this. Instead, I'd like you to take your mind away from being, you know, uh, a teacher or a mentor, let's say, to a coach. So instead, if you changed it to, hey, I'm going to coach this person up, much like you do with your kids, right? If your kids come to you with a, a question, well, you could easily just give them the answer, right? You know more than they do. I hope you do. But instead of just spinning it out, you go, well, what do you think? And, well, why did you think that? Why did you think the sky is blue? Because it's always blue? Okay. Well, what other color would you think it is? And why did you? And so that's even going to take a little bit longer, but they start to problem solve. They start to learn. Much like when you have an assistant for example, come to you and they want, well, how did you get to that? Like, why do you think that's the income to use from the T1? They're self-employed. Is there any other income? Like, how would you structure this? Can you write out the notes, how you would write it out and sell it to me? And when you break it down like that, now, instead of you just giving them the quick answer, because they're never going to learn. Remember, people who work for you, they're employees. There's a reason they're an employee. If you get a six out of 10 employee, you're winning. No one cares as much about your business as you. And they, nor should they right? Why would they? They're not getting paid a lot. Like they're not risking themselves and spending time for their family. They punch in, punch out. They make an hourly rate or salary. It's predictable. You're the one taking all the risk. So you should get all the upside. So they're not going to care as much. So if you can get someone with a six or seven that cares that much, you're winning, but you have to coach them. And so instead of death by a thousand paper cuts, slice off a time every day. Hey, at 10 o'clock, we're going to go through any questions you have. Any questions? And I'm going to give you a half hour. Or I'm going to give you 45 minutes. We're going to put it in the calendar. We're just going to go through. Is, it, is us going line by line through every file because you're teaching fulfillment? Is it you going through a checklist, a task list you gave an admin? And if they can't problem solve and figure it out, they bring what they did to that half hour and then you coach them through it. You're not telling them the answer. You're having them coaching them along. Inevitably, you might have to tell them the answer, but you want to see how they got to their current answer. Did they try? Did they think outside the box? Were they resourceful? Did they try to problem solve? Right? And so if you can coach the people around you, turn into a coach, much like like your family members, your friend, like, you know, there's certain times where you have to just give people the, the answers. But man, if you can transition to a coach, it's just so much more valuable and those people are going to learn. And you'll quickly realize if that person's meant for the role. Because you're going to be their coach. You're helping coach them along. Right? So there should be a, a mindset switch there where it's like, ah, that's interesting. If there's too much going on in your world and you're always like, please don't be in Slack. Don't have a WhatsApp. Like you're constantly, if you, if they constantly have access to you, that's a problem. Much like your clients should not constantly have access to you. Your staff should not constantly have access to you. They need to take stuff on their shoulders. And so I'll give access to me at 10 o'clock to 10.30 and at 3 to 3.30. So that way we get the front and the end of the day. Everything in between, you problem solve. Unless there is a, holy shitballs, there's a problem. 
we got to like put the bat signal out and get Ryan in here. Like that's different. But if we handle it at 10 o'clock and at three o'clock and then slowly it's every second day we're doing that. And the other second day we're meeting once. And then eventually it's just once at 10 o'clock. And then eventually it's every second day you meet at 10 o'clock. And then, right. And you start weaning them off because you're coaching them along, but you're not giving them access to you. Right. If you set, and I understand why you set up this way, but if you set it up so that people can just send a quick little text, boom, 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 boom. And it goes to you. Like they have no motivation to try to figure it out on their own because you respond right away. You just give them the answer. Hey, yeah, no, 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 it's a two-year average and 20% gross up and blah, 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 and send it up. Well, no. What did they learn from that? They're not, you know, keeping that information because you're going to get hit with the same question again. But it's more of an exercise of I want to see you at the gym. I want to see you putting the effort in. We'll get the results later, but I want to see you showing up. I want to see you sweating. I want to see you doing reps. I want to see you try. I know you're out of shape, but I want to see you work out. Like I need, I need something from you. It can't just be me there with you the whole time, every day, walking you through all your workouts. You're, I'll be there to help you walk you through your workouts so you're not hurting yourself a couple times, like half the workout, but the other half, it's on you. I want you in the corner sweating, right? And they're going to make mistakes. They're going to fuck up, for sure. But that's okay. So if you're not letting them do that and you have always give them access to you, like they're leaning on you for everything, like that's now it's a you problem. Now you're the reason you're setting them up. You're not setting them up for success. And you're going to be like, but I should not, I shouldn't be as busy. I shouldn't be right. Cause I've got staff now, but I'm training them, but they always have access to me. And you never feel like you get out. You're always on the hamster wheel, the hamster wheel of information and answers. So you need to get off and let the people swim, but you're the lifeguard. You're watching them, right? They're not going into the ocean. They're going into a pool and there's a shallow end. And there's a deep end and there's a lifeguard. It can only get so bad, right? You're not going to let them die. You're not going to let a deal die, but I also want to see you figure it out and swim side to side. Okay. So that's something I wanted to share with you because doing this coaching, I'm seeing it over and over and over and over again, like clockwork. People aren't coaching. They're just telling and hoping the information stays with the employee and that they eventually figure it out, but they're not letting the, 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 the employee, the help, the, the staff figure it out on themselves. Like they're not giving them a shot. Right. So I've done this, like I've, and I've, I've done both ways. And when I transitioned the coaching way, I was like, wow, oh my God, like I'm just, and eventually you just sit back and you start finding the cogs, right. For the factory line in your business. And you turn into a coach. And you're coaching everyone and you're making sure they got the right resources, the right tools they need, that their mindset's right. They understand exactly what their role is. There's no, well, I thought John was doing that. Or, I thought Sally was doing that. Well, why are we? No, you're holding them accountable, but you're also doing something else. You're also approaching them and going from your point of view, what do you see? Do you think that's the best way to do it? Do you have a suggestion? Because a lot of times we have this process and we jam it down someone's throat and they're doing it 30, 40 hours a week and you're doing it two hours a week, but you stay doing it that way. So you need to ask your, your, your staff, what do you like? What do you see? And is there, are we, is there some redundancy here? Is it as effective as we need? Can we be more efficient? Those are different things, effective and efficient. And so what do you see? Like I'm up for anything. I hold, you know, what's that saying? 
strong opinions loosely. Like if you can back up a better way to do something, absolutely. Like I don't have anything figured out. I got certain things I have a strong opinion on, but if you can back it up, um, show me why, show me some proof, explain why, what's it going to do? What's the outcome going to be? What's the benefit to doing it this way? Yeah, I'll change doing something for sure. hundred percent. Okay. But you got to tap into that. So that's after not someone new, but after, if you already have someone that's been with you for two years, approach them. They'd appreciate it. Hey, what are we like? Let's break down this part of the process, how we track documents. Now, this is the way it came when you came in. Like, do you like that? Do you see any holes in the boat here? You'd be surprised. You know, a lot of times the employees see your blind spots and it's just something they don't want to say anything. Um, where they can't be bothered because now they know it's going to create more work, where if you actually sit down and spend some focus energy on that, they know some of the blind spots and they usually have a, 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 an idea of potentially how to do it better. Okay. So there you go. I wanted to share that transition yourself into a coach, right? Your business will benefit. You'll actually get out of your business. If you're a coach with limited access, right? Think, use the Think of the lifeguard, right? They're not going in an ocean. They're going in a pool, shallow end, deep end, and you're a lifeguard. You're not letting them die, right? Okay, there you go, kids. Five texts a day. Um, Hopefully that helps some of you. All right, peace out. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.